welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in today. When Mary, the mother of our Lord, met with her cousin Elizabeth, she spoke the words she undoubtedly later rehearsed to Luke and have come to be known to the world as the Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For, behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done in me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He hath holpen his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. The first verses of this powerful message of joy and holy exultation deal primarily with Mary's strong personal emotions as she felt and understood more of the great work what God was doing in and through her. In doing so, she was giving voice to passions that are likewise felt by believers all through the centuries at the moment of conversion, but her thoughts quickly passed from her own feelings as her vision broadened to what this stupendous event taking place in her body meant to the world, to the great cause of holiness, and to her people in the fulfilling of God's long-ago promise to Abraham. Using the language of Old Testament prophecy, this Israelite damsel, enabled by the Holy Spirit, spontaneously composed a lyric anticipation of the historic consequences of the life soon to be ushered into this world. Her primary message was that this was a physical beginning of a revolution, that pride and wickedness would be scattered and cast down, while the humble would be exalted. Thirty-plus years before her son spoke his Sermon on the Mount, she already had the vision of blessing for the meek, the poor in spirit, for those that hunger and thirst after righteousness. The proud in the imagination of their hearts are thought of as an army. The word translated scattered is very forceful. It teaches the armies of night opposing truth and holiness have their interests and efforts separated, like the languages at Babylon, into small units having no hope of success. Mary's glad song concludes with a reference to the covenants God had made with successive generations of her ancestors, beginning with Abraham and continuing down through Joseph, Moses, the kings, and the prophets. All lived their lives with a devout vision of a special and profound purpose to which their nation had been selected by the divine hand, which had guided and preserved them through the centuries. That great hope hung like a shadowing angel over all the Hebrew nation, giving them a way of life, a far-reaching and particular set of commandments by which they conduct themselves, and bright promises of blessing, spiritual and physical, for maintaining their part of the covenant long pledged to them. Now Mary is prepared to say she feels the culmination of that great work taking place within her body. How different it was from the usual course of human expectations of governments and prosperity. This babe, sleeping in her womb, would never hold a political office, never wed or experience wealth, never travel more than 30 miles from the place of his birth. 
and yet he did indeed bring salvation to this world, the possible means of the triumph of good over evil. For through the salvation he brought and the grace he gives, enabling us to live that salvation, we can be free from the greatest trouble ever to beset the human race, the misery of sin. Those great blessings were not free. Even from his birth, the grim shadow of the cross fell over his pathway. Salvation cost us too. Before us and around us, others are sailing and have sailed bloody seas to win their eternal prize. All of us must experience adversity in life. We are not alone. The God who rejoiced Mary will stand by us as well. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at G-O-D-S-F-I-V-E minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.